Katie. Hi, Julia. <laughs> Hello. Woo. Okay. Yeah. Hi. I'm G. Um, hey. I'm trying to make up for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bitch is sleepy today, but that's okay because uh, it's another episode of Getting Literate. Welcome to it. Woo. We're Hi, drinking. I'm Julia. I'm Katie, and we're drinking. We're Gin drinking. Tonics. All right. Yeah. Our um, not because always. we didn't know what to drink. But Absolutely I, not. It really There's, thematically sh- fits the story. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't. We'll find out. Maybe we could probably. We'll find an excuse for it by the end of the episode. It's, it's set in. It's set in Toronto. Work they near mentioned- Toronto. No, I have it. I have it. I have it. I have it. The yeah. lemons. Ah, that's it. That's it. There it is. Um, because we're reading Testaments, the sequel, the sequel. Of yeah, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, sequel. Yeah, yeah. What a time. Yeah. But yeah, I think the they mentioned lemons like twice. That's enough, right, to drink? Yeah. Lemons are, like, yeah. prized in that society. Yes, yes. And why is that, Julia? Tell me more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, The Testaments is the long-awaited sequel to Margaret Atwood's 1985 novel, The Handmaid's Tale. Though the novel came out nearly 35 years after its predecessor, it is set 15 years after the events of The Handmaid's Tale. We return to Gilead that fucked up American blah, blah, blah society. Like, like the society that's literally like the heightened hyperbole of American craziness, basically. Women aren't people. Um, They're objects. That's it. That's their philosophy. They are cows. Yeah. They're burritos. Uh, That was a voice that I just did. Um... (laughs) Yeah, Gilead is tweaky. Uh, it's like this Harvard-based area. They can't grow lemons. And also, every other place in the world hates Gilead. So yeah. lemons are rare because no one wants to import them in. California's um, not a part of it. So. Florida's not a part of it. It's a whole thing. No, no, no. Nobody wants to give whole, them citrus. Yeah. No. And honestly, don't blame them. I hope they all get scurvy and die. Um, anyway, Absolutely. we return to Gilead with new uh, insights into this fucked up society um, in the split narrative with three points of view. That of Aunt Lydia, a character who was vilified in the previous novel. Agnes, a young woman living in Gilead who may or may not have connections to The Handmaid's Tale's title character, Offred. And by title character, I mean that was a working title, and then they change it to The Handmaid's Tale. Um, and yep. there's also <laughs> the third point of view of Daisy, a young woman living in Canada, Canada, Toronto. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. This one's mm-hmm. called The Testaments, which I think was a fun and funky little name for it. Also, there's literally no point of view uh-huh. from a handmaid in this one. So that was kind of fun. Yeah, so it couldn't be their tale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it no, it could not have been. Um, yeah, I had not been planning on reading this, and then you said let's do it, and so I did, and that was time. How did you feel about it, Julia? Are you mad at me? I no, I'm not mad at you. Mad you are at me. I'm not mad. Okay, at you. I'm not mad at you. I think it was. I'm not going to talk. No, I'm going to guess that you quite enjoyed this book based on the um. Is veracity a word? No. What did not. you just say to me? I don't know. Something. Um, based Can on you how just much you want to read this. What is the, is, is veracity a word? Maybe? I don't think it is. I think I'm close to one, but I don't think that's a word. Anyways, based on the how much you wanted to read it for this podcast, um, I think you quite liked it. And I think that you're going to give it five stars. That's correct. Uh, I guess I get to drink. I got it right. Congratulations oh, to me. Oh, boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. Mm-hmm. So sad. I must drink my favorite drink. Um, I'm gonna say you gave it a solid three. Oh, bold! No, I actually gave it four. I I liked this a whole Whoa. lot more than I liked Handmaids. Yeah, yeah. I want to know why. What were your bests? Is um, I, my bests are kind of lame. I'm not gonna lie. Based even like I, I enjoyed it a whole like way more than I liked Handmaids. Way more than I liked Handmaids. Yeah. Um. Me or too. maybe despised handmaids is a better term for it. Um, <laughs> it less than handmaids. Yeah. I Well, no, because I actually liked reading this one. I really enjoyed it. I dragged my feet a little starting it because I was like, mm, I really didn't like handmaids. So I don't know if I'm going to like this one. And then I was like, no, no, I really like this one. Um, Because, yeah, my best were uh, I love Nicole slash Daisy slash Jade. She was a cutie. 
She was fun. Yeah. Um, she was fun. I liked her. I just liked that she was like 16. <laughs> 16 and 12. Felt, yeah. She just felt like very, I don't know. She was, I'm so fucking out of it. Uh, she just, I was like, you know what? That is probably, that's not what I would have been like at 16. I was a lot more of like lame and quiet. Um, but I would have wanted to be, to be friends with her when I was 16. So she was cool. Um, I agree. And I liked Becca. Um, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I, she was, yeah, she was a moment. R.I.P. She was such a queen. R.I.P. Uh, she Yeah. Yeah. And then also the format. I loved the format. I liked, like, because, like, The Handmaid's Tale, you don't really get that it's, like, this transcription of tapes until mm-hmm, exactly. the end of it. Until the very, very end. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's, like, very obviously, like, it's recorded, written, recorded information from Aunt Lydia, presumably. Mm-hmm. Um, And then the witness transcripts from Nicole and Agnes. Nicole, Daisy, yes. whatever the fuck her name is. I don't. Um, Can we stick to one? And do you want to? Yeah, call I'd Nicole? love to. I would love to call her Nicole. Okay. Because I think that that just like I don't know why it just makes more sense. I think. I yeah. also like as they were leading up to like the spoiler alert. She's baby Nicole. I was like, yeah, fucking course you're gonna be baby. Like that of makes sense. She is. Of yeah, she's baby. Why would you bring up baby Nicole if it was not gonna be she? Why would you bring up baby Nicole constantly? If it was not gonna be her. Like, why? why would she keep bringing up baby Nicole? If yep. it wasn't gonna be her, yeah. And then she's she like, wrote "Oh yeah, no, I don't have Nicole. any." Fuck that girl. Honestly, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Oopsies. It's like how I wrote a report in grade ten. Like I shouldn't be born. Same, same vibes. Not really, because you were doing that like satirically. <laughs> she was genuinely like, "I don't think that this is the same person as myself," and uh, she should. She sucks. Um, <laughs> kind of, but maybe not. Um, but yeah, no, I. <laughs> Where, why was I? I would love to call her Nicole because I, I was thinking about her as Nicole even when she was still Daisy. So Ooh, I, yeah. But yeah, I like, I like the format because it was transcripts and it was very obviously transcripts. And I just thought it was fun to have multiple yes. perspectives and to have yeah, them me laid too. out like that was cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. And to have but a yeah. nice little break from Gilead, that was fun too. Even though we had that mm-hmm. in The Handmaid's Tale because we did have flashbacks to the time before. Uh, but, like, different points of view is always fun. Yeah. I also like yeah. how Aunt Lydia, like, talked to us. I was like, oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, My favorites. Okay. I loved Aunt Lydia's point of view because she was, like, super vilified in Handmaid's Tale. Alfred did not like Aunt Lydia. And, like, fair. Fair. But who doesn't like a villain redemption arc? Like, oh. I love a villain redemption arc. Yeah, but that's very true. She's yeah. a spy all along. That's very mm. fun and exciting for me. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. Belatedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And Lydia, Lydia, yeah, definitely one of my favorites just because she's so cool. And I, I love her surveillance network. Oh, she's just mm. so powerful yeah. and technically smart. Um, you go, girl. <laughs> um, yeah. I liked how baby Nicole, like, returned to Gilead and then escaped. Or, like, a yeah. reverse. Like, but, like, you played two of those cards. I was like, I'm back. Ha, just kidding. I'm out. Uh, yeah. That was, that was great. A fun little moment. Because the whole thing was like, <laughs> oh. Like, the whole beginning of the book. Like, it, it, if you split this book into three acts. Act one is like, bring back baby Nicole. And act two is like, she's back. And act three is like, what? Peace she's out, gone. <laughs> she escaped. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was that was very fun. Go, that was go, very go. fun. <laughs> yeah, that was very fun. And um, number one for me, God, I can't believe this is number one. Um, there's a conversation when they're talking about why Becca doesn't want to get married. It's to the mm-hmm. aunt. And mm-hmm. it's like a conversation about penises. And they're like, oh, oh yes. something penises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like two aunts yeah. who are like basically old maids. Like they have mm-hmm. nothing to do with the reproductive fanaticism that is Gilead and uh, like uh they don't have to do it themselves is what I'm trying yeah. to say yes they don't get yeah. dicked down oh uh, no I was more I, I'm thinking like they're involved in the teaching of it and the propagation oh. of it okay. but you're right they don't get dicked down regularly they're not supposed to be who's to say if that's yeah, true you, you are correct but yeah 
yeah no that conversation was great and she was like the one aunt i think it was lise or whatever she was like oh well she you know it's the penises and lydia was like oh those again fantastic absolutely <laughs> wonderful <laughs> literally like a recurring problem like it's a pesky uh squirrel <laughs> in your garden eating all your lettuce mm-hmm. like ugh, don't that one no, gets too close to home no. come on now <laughs> sorry not to attack Mm-mm. you like that <laughs> yeah how dare you how dare you bring up my constant garden issues um <laughs> but yeah no that that was a great moment i did quite like that good best what were your worsts it's like nuns talking about ants or they were not, nuns. nuns talking about ants i mean nuns talking about penises sorry yeah <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> mood um they yeah they basically are they nuns were, they literally are but not catholic nuns because Every other religion no. hates the Catholics are the best. They're the worst. In this book, the Catholics are shunned um, and regarded as what, like, like fruity little, like, way too culty. But it's like, so ironic yeah. coming from fucking Gilead. Oh, too culty. <laughs> yeah. <so> what? <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, tell me again. Who is making all women wear? different shades of different colors to signify tell their again. status yeah can you tell me who um actually removed women from having money like one of the characters in this novel all her money went to her 12 year old nephew because that's her yeah, next man, what? man of kids i would personally perish if that happened Imagine all of your money goes to a 12-year-old boy. Next oh, thing you know, you own stock. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but, like, you go from, like, having, like, a whole bank account and, like, next is just, like, 80 pairs of Jordans. Like, <laughs> <laughs> some oh, stream hoodies. Yeah. <laughs> GameCube. Or, no, not GameCube. GameStop stock. Oh, my God. Cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) anyways um what were your worsts (sighs) it can really boil down to pedophiles Mm. yep it's such yep this she did a really good job saying hey this is a society of pedophiles this culture facilitates pedophiles and I don't know if mm-hmm. you got that in my last book, so I'm going to spoon feed you that. Real clear. Hey, yeah. These old guys are fucking young girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, uh-huh. Alfred was 20, 20-something, early 30s, right? And she yeah. wasn't necessarily old, but she definitely was, like, older. Um... And and then all of the handmaids that she was with were also kind of older. And so you don't really get that. Like, her yeah. Serena Joy was, like, quite a bit older. I think she had, like, arthritis and she walked with a cane. Like, yeah. in this book, all of the wives are, like, 13. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. But, like, even in the first novel, it's old dudes fucking young girls. Right? Oh, absolutely. And young men. Yeah. Aren't gonna have sex it's just not- until they're, like, 60. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not as like so very clear. Yeah. Um as it yeah. is in this book. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Right absolutely. Yeah. So the worst has to be Tide, Commander Judd, also known as the pedophile who kills all his wives with rat poison. Um you have to drink. When they get like to be twenty. Well, some of them some of them he just throws down the stairs. Um oopsies. Mm. She broke her neck. I don't know how. Right, he buries it. Yeah. Oh my god, she's so clumsy. Women are so stupid. They have these little notions and then they suddenly mm. perish. Oops. I wonder why all of my wives keep dying. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this um and also the dentist is the worst. I mean that's You have to drink. Yeah. 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 I'm not surprised yep. that we share that. They're yeah. not written to be good at all. No, no. Absolutely not. My third worst was Becca's sacrifice. I didn't realize oh. That um, when she said, "I know where I have to go," the water tank. I didn't realize she was gonna perish. I thought she was just gonna hide out in a little swimming pool and have one of those fun little salt water out of bo- salt water out of body moments. Um, oh yeah. Even mm-hmm. though they literally said the last person but, to die yeah. died in the water tank. I was yeah, like, she oh, what a funny kawinky dink. <laughs> she did Ugh. say like, "Oh, well, like I'll let all of the water out of it," and I was like, "No, you can't do that, girly. It that's not how that works." 
Good luck. I thought she I did mean, let she... all the water out of it. Are you saying she didn't? The plumbing didn't work. I think she tried to, and then I think it filled back up, because that's what they're supposed to oh, do. Oh, and then she died. Yeah. And she knew that. She knew that. She she, she tried to kill herself a couple of times at that point. And they also said, like, she folded her clothes. She was doing better. Yeah, oh. but... Yeah. True. Okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm I was just like not picking up the signs when I was reading it. So when they were like, She dead, I was like, Really? That sucks. I'm really sad now. Oh no. I was in no yeah. way prepared for this. This was such a whiplash moment. She's like she uh yeah. No, she fully like earlier in the novel when she like tried to yeah. kill herself and she was like yeah, I'll do it, right? And Agnes yeah. is like, ooh, she really, she really could have. And then she was like, yeah, no, I'll hide in the water yeah. tank. I was like, there's I no, was there like, was, ooh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, no. That's fair, that's fair. Yeah, we had two of the same words because fuck Commander Judd and fuck Dr. Grove. They Ugh. sucked. They were the worst. Um, Absolutely horrendous, awful. And then also, um, I really did not enjoy the description of the, like, kidnapping stadium processing that aunt lydia went through as they were like rounding up women when they were first instituting gilead that was awful yeah not a fan of that one and not just women it was powerful single women that they were rounding up and systematically either like mentally breaking down or killing yep or mentally breaking down by having them kill each other so it was just gross and like not it was not, yeah, it wasn't, a, wasn't a good time. It wasn't a good time. Didn't enjoy reading that. Yeah. We talked, um, we talked last time about who you would want to be, um, if you had to be in oh, the handmade world. Oh my bring this up too. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you mentioned that it would change, like it changed for you after reading the Testaments. And I know why. It's because I would absolutely be an ant. Are you kidding me? Yes. Yeah. I didn't, well, because, yeah, because yes. in handmaids, like, they were so only really portrayed. Yeah, they're only portrayed as, like, the people who train the handmaids. And so that's what I thought they were, is, like, that. Uh-huh. And, like, that's kind of it. Um, I didn't realize that they, they had read. actually... They can read. They could read, but, like, I didn't realize that they were allowed to read. Like, I didn't realize that they just, like, could read. Um, I just thought that they had that capacity for when it was only necessary. Um, but they get to, like, they uh, get to go to the library. Yeah, yeah. absolutely I'll be an aunt. It's basically... Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? I was also going to suggest that we add Pearl Girls as its own separate category, just because it's like a whole separate thing from the ants, pretty Very much. Very true. Well, and not really, though, because you, you have to okay, be I a know Pearl a Girl stage, to be an ant. But, like, in terms of, like, members of society, it's a whole different class and, like, a whole different Yes. Like, yeah. Ability you get a different color. And stuff. You, yeah, you exactly. get a different, different color. Different so, therefore, it's a you get a outfit. So, rate your top three now. Oh, my top three now? Aunt. Yeah. Martha. Ooh. I don't know if it is Pearl Girl. Because on the one hand, I love the dresses. I love the outfit they get to wear. Like a little silver dress and a little silver it's backpack and little silver shoes. Like, I want to wear that. I want to wear that. I love a good, like, you know me. I love a good, like, holographic moment. Oh, my God. Fun. At the same time, I wouldn't really want to convert people into that life. Yeah. Don't you get to eat pizza. <laughs> that's true you do get to eat pizza number three done yeah absolutely <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah they get to go on like rum spring on the company credit card <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it's literally it's literally <laughs> yeah yeah you get to yeah. go on like a little like trial yeah. mission it's like being a jehovah's witness literally yeah it's kind of a cute cute little moment i do oh, i love the pearl girls i mean i, like, I yeah. don't because like jesus christ they're missionaries. Yeah. I'm very morally against missionary work. But... Yeah. <laughs> but they were cute. They were fun. They were a moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I totally. Yeah. My whole thing's such a. I think Pro Girl would be my number one just because you can read, but you also get to eat pizza. Um, so very true. That's my number one. Uh, Aunt is my number two, and Martha is my number three. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I would have a really hard time, like, doing the actual conversion work. And you have to do that to become an aunt? Yeah, I wouldn't be a good pro girl. <laughs> I would be a shitty pro yeah. girl. 
<laughs> you gotta keep trying. You gotta keep going like, out. Oh no, I have to go again. Gilead. It, I know I've been here for <laughs> yeah. two years, but um, just gonna keep trying. Uh, Sorry. I just, I just think that if I was there a little longer, I would really. I'm so close. People. I'm so, I'm so close. close. I've got this one. I'm so close. I'm just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I, she's really budget. I just feel it in my bones. I just need to go back, share some za with her. I need a little bit more money. We're going to go get our nails done. It's going to be cute. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Liddy, uh, we need to go shopping. So I'm going to need a black card. Um, uh-huh. And we're going to yep. go to the Eden Center. <laughs> yeah. Because you get to yeah. go to Canada, which is the other fun thing. <laughs> I loved I loved yeah. having like a little like Canadian moment in this book and they were like they suck. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I love yeah. how they portrayed the Canadian government. They're like they're it's fucking pussy. Spot on. Like, yep. It's spot on. <laughs> yep. Oh. Wow, really? They don't really want to like they don't want to stand up for themselves? They're like scared of Ooh. what used to be America? I wonder where Miss Margaret Atwood got that idea from. Oh. Who knew? They wouldn't even defy a crazy cult. <laughs> Interesting. because no, they're only um really threatening women. So that's a minority group. And mm. Canada doesn't care about those. <laughs> no, they don't, do they? They really don't. No. <laughs> yeah. We don't hate Hello. Canada. Anyway, one hand, sorry. <laughs> yes, I do. Absolutely. Always. <laughs> okay. So there's a Zilla in this book. Yes. And I read Handmaid's Tale, then I read Wuthering Heights, and then I read The Testaments. And That's so I where we reading... got the name. <laughs> yeah. So I was reading The Testaments, and I was, like, grabbing my Handmaid's Tale book, and I was like, I know Zilla is in this. Where is she? What Martha is she? And I kept looking, and she wasn't there. And then I literally, I think I was re-listening to our um, Wuthering Heights podcast or something. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. this bitch is... She's not that from makes sense. any Margaret Atwood at all. No. no. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, like, where do I know the name Zilla from? Like, how do I know that name? That's been somewhere else. Thank you for pointing that out. Yep. I forgot. I didn't realize. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was, like, weird deja vu. I was like, where have I, where have I seen this before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's not a common name. I was like, hmm. No. So that's definitely on purpose, right? I would assume so. She's a, like, yeah. I think also the fact she probably was around at the same time that Emily Bronte, so. Yeah, probably. Right? Same, same. Um, Also, the boat was named Nellie. Yeah, sorry, Miss Atwood, if you're listening, we apologize. Uh, (laughs) We know you're listening. Sorry, girly. (laughs) Oh, my God. I didn't even realize that. Wow. The Testament's also known as Weathering Heights 2. (laughs) (laughs) 2.0. I mean, was there I mean, Isabella? no, no. Was there a Catherine? No. Speaking of names, though, um, they mentioned at the very end of Handmaids in that like historical lecture thing, um, how they were like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like they made all of the ants. I like how she t- okay. I like that she took the things that were presented as like Judd's ideas in that lecture, or maybe mm-hmm. not Judd. Um, yeah, so and so hymns the him him idea the commander's oh. ideas uh and present and like showed oh, us that it was aunt lydia i don't know it was in the oh. it was in the lecture yeah. and they were like yeah like he was the one who was in charge because they were talking about who the possible commander could have been right and they were okay yeah and they were like oh like because yeah. all yeah, of the yeah, ants yeah 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 um, and they said like oh all of the ants were named after like products that were sold to women at the time so that they would seem less like threatening or whatever um and first of all love that they flipped it and reversed it and show that it was all aunt lydia's idea um and that's i'm not gonna lie like i don't like her still i did she did get a little bit of a redemption i still yeah yeah um don't trust her don't like her to redeem all the evil she did a lot of evil i i'm not convinced she she wasn't um i'll get into this in a minute but Um, I like that we got to see more names. And when Becca was like, oh, you could be like Aunt yes. Maybelline. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Oh my That's God, the name so I would choose. I was like, do what? it. <laughs> you know what? What name would you choose, Julia? Maybe it's Maybelline. Um... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Fantastic. Uh, what name would you choose? Give me time to think. Fuck, I don't know. I just came up with this question. I have to think about it too now. <laughs> yeah. 
Can I be ant covered? Uh, BRB going to my bathroom cover. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I'm like looking around. Uh, hmm. You can be ant covered, girl. <laughs> Where's my makeup? But there's but like there's so many products uh, named after women's names. I didn't even pick up on it. And then she was like, oh yeah. And I was like, oh, what? I know. Right? I think Betty could be cute. I know there was an Aunt Betty, but I can think I be it could Aunt be cute. Naked palette? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Aunt Naked by Bobby Brown. <laughs> Hyphenated. <laughs> and, uh, I love it. Yeah. Urban Decay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to be Aunt Urban Decay. That's so fucking. Are you kidding me? That's so badass. I love it. Yes. <laughs> That's so fucking goth. I love it. Yeah. Um, um, Aunt Mac. Okay, no, that's probably on there. <laughs> oh, I would want to be Aunt Sephora. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Fun. Mm. I'm trying to decide between Aunt Licenza and like. <laughs> I don't even know. There's. I don't know if I want to go with that one, but like that was just what Aunt popped Victoria's into my head. Secret. Well, she there was an Aunt Victoria. It was There's our dear Agnes. Aunt, yeah. yeah, I can't. I can't take her name. I can take Aunt Betty, but like I can't take Aunt Victoria. That was, she was too close. No, mm. I know what I would be. I know what I would be. It's sitting on Aunt my desk. Jemima. <laughs> How dare you? I would never. Don't do that. She's been. They've retired that. We can't use it as a name. It's no longer on the list. Um, I would be Aunt Essie. Aunt Essie. That's Katie's. Oh, that's really cute. That's Katie's nun name, and that's fun. Thank you. No, you yeah. would be, you would be Aunt Paula Cherry Lip Smacker. <laughs> Absolutely, one hundred percent. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I also own so much Essie nail polish. So Aunt Essie, <laughs> if that was available. Thank oh, so um, you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of fun. That's a fun way to distract from the fact that these were like, um, women doing this to other women. Which wasn't a fun mm-hmm. twist of events. I didn't love that. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Because I did think it was kind of fun and f- super fun and cute that they flipped it and reversed it and gave the credit to women. Also, like, oh, God, really? <laughs> All of it was women That's doing this to other women? I want. <laughs> I don't love that. I, I like, they, it was Lydia Vidala, Vidala? I don't know how to pronounce her name. Elizabeth and Helena, right? Oh, oh, the four aunts. Wasn't a fan of that. Wasn't a fan of, like, the fact that it, I mean, it made sense because, like, how, who else could have figured out how to so effectively torture women and subjugate them? But, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. You didn't have to go that hard, girly. Yeah. Like, I mean... She, she did. did. Didn't love it though. Didn't love it. No. So, um, um, how do you think it compared as a sequel? As a sequel, I think it was cool. It was a nice take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of a fun little tie-in that, like, because like, it's never actually like explicitly laid out, and so it's kind of like, ooh, were they actually the daughters of Alfred? Who's to say? But, like, yeah, they are. Um, it was I'm heavily, sh- heavily into that. Very heavily, like, implied, right? Like, it, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. so. There were so many parallels between, like, Alfred's memories and Agnes's memories. Yeah. They also, like, would have been the right amount of time apart, um, Nicole and yeah. Agnes. Yeah. So. So, yeah. You know. So, here's something that kind of confused me. So, do we think yeah. that, because I'm thinking timeline-wise. Yeah. So Hannah's Tale ends mm-hmm. and she runs, she like the eyes take her away in a secret van off red. Um, yeah. And Nick, the chauffeur, mm-hmm. like is part of the eyes and gets her away. But I thought she was gone right away. But I guess because it's not clear, she must have like had a baby who was baby Nicole, right? Because she I thinks think so. she was pregnant with Nick's kid, but it was like yeah. technically the commander. Yeah. Well, okay, so, like, my my thinking of it is, like, she must have, like, been pregnant and then given birth and then made it out of Gilead. And, like, so that – I think that the process of getting out of there is probably, like, a lot longer 
then um then we would it is well yeah and then and more and longer than it is for agnes and and nicole because at that point there would have been a bunch of like houses that she would have had to go through right and like the the little secret railroady what do they call it the underground female road whatever female road stupid name yeah 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 um that's an unfortunate dumb um for all the other things that are named so fucking properly queen of poetry can do that better the underground female road because like male historians named it that right that's true that's well did they because it came up in this i think named like by aunt lydia but i mean it was also like being referred to by people who weren't but she would have it. but Margaret Atwood probably would have made it canon when it was only male historians mm-hmm. like in the aftertime. And then yeah, she yeah, could yeah. Yeah, yeah, undo yeah. that. No, I think you're right, because it was um, referenced. Anyway. In, um, yeah. Well, anyways. Yeah. My big thing is that when they're talking about baby Nicole escaping, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like whoever the handmaid's like commander and wife was made a big fuss and they were like, That is our baby. Right, so how yes. could Serena Joy and the commander have like known it was Alfred who had that baby and got out, and like that that baby was theirs, and name it baby Nicole? I'm confused by the phrasing of your question. Okay, so Alfred is pregnant when she is taken away from that house in the car. I think she's like four months at that point. Okay, yeah. Because they're all giving her a knowing look and smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that ended up like, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe yes. three. But still like a decent amount of it into okay, it. So she's not doing the full nine months on the road. Yeah. I'm just confused, yeah. like, how the commander and Serena Joy made such a fuss about that baby, like, n- linking Alfred, who had already gone out, and baby Nicole to that oh selves well i think that they probably so she got picked up by the eyes right um and the eyes mayday whatever it was um but but serena joy wasn't the one who called them it was i think nick because he kind of knew that like shit was going a little bit sideways Mm -hmm. um and he was trying to get her out of there so it wasn't actually the eyes also of glenn had disappeared it was a whole thing uh not disappeared she was about to be disappeared and then she suicided um and then (laughs) Yeah. yeah Um, but then, so knowing that she's pregnant, right? So, or at least, very least, kind of like mostly suspecting we're not going to talk about it yet because you're like before three months. Um, mm-hmm. Serena Joy probably would have tried to get her back and been like, that's like, I know okay. that you have okay. your hands on her, sense. but like, that's my baby in there. Right. Give it back. Okay. And if she's like three months, she wouldn't have had her period. They would yeah, yeah. not say it. And that makes sense why everyone gave her knowing looks at the end of that book. But no yeah. one talked about it. The subtleties, oh, yeah. my yeah. Well, <laughs> I know she does say, I think I'm pregnant, but I was like, I think you're lying, ho. <laughs> That's very fair. That's very fair. But yeah, so I think she's pregnant. And so they probably would have kicked up a bit of a fuss when the eye and the eyes took her away. Um, and then upon trying to get her back, we would have been like, what? Where'd she go? What happened there? But how did they have a baby picture of Nicole? That's a very good question. Um, did they have a baby Is picture this of when Nicole, you're though? Say suspension of disbelief. No, yeah. I'm not going to say suspension of disbelief. I'm going to say, did they have a picture of baby Nicole or did they take a picture of a baby? Okay, respect. Because yeah. remember when yeah. Aunt Lydia is like, hey, BT Dubs, Agnes, this is your sister. And they're like, she doesn't look like baby Nicole. And she's like, no, but she looks like you. So True. Ma- does she look like baby Nicole? And also she doesn't recognize herself. And obviously there's no baby pictures of Nicole except for the one. But she doesn't mm-hmm. ever sort of put it together. So I and like, right. <sighs> see herself in baby Nicole. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm wondering okay. if that was Here's a picture of baby Nicole. Break. Yes. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Just finding ways to explain PR away stuff. different plot holes. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm okay. trying to think of timelines. We're doing um, the most for you, Margaret. We really are. We're we're finding it all and we are fixing it. Don't worry. Um Okay. We no, because now I need to know. You're Let me do some listening. Sorry, Let's Hannah. do some mental math. I'm not good at it, so you're going to have to help me out. Maybe okay. pull out your I'm calculator. I'm not good at it. Me help you? Who's doing yeah. the math? Thing? I will. Yeah, it's out. Calculator time. Do you think I, I can go anywhere that. without mine? Come on now. Um, But I don't have it right now. Yeah. So, um, okay. So May. I have two. 
I love this. Yes. You're so prepared. May 1st is when Nicole thinks is, is her birthday, right? And then what's his face? Is it Elijah? May Tells her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mayday. Happy birthday. Um, And then Elijah tells her you're about four months younger, which puts her at what? August? That tracks. She's a Leo. Um, August? No. May minus June, no, July, it's August. Ju- January. Four months younger than May first. Oh, young- oh, my brain. Sorry. You gotta go forwards in time to be the younger. Yeah, that's okay. This is why we're working together on this. Because if not, yeah. Um. So that puts her in like about August. Yeah, August September. August September, right? Yeah. Um. Cute. When did Offered leave? Because I think it was beginning of spring. She had just transitioned from like spring dresses or from su- or winter dresses into spring. Did she not? Yeah. Well, no, I think it was in summer because um, she had worn her summer dresses. They kept complaining about the heat, but there was environmental concerns that like we could factor True. Like, climate change into like high- heightened temperature because I remember her I complaining feel, about the yeah. heat. Yeah, and yeah. The whole thing was that Serena Joy found lipstick on her winter clothes. Right, so it wasn't winter. Right. So I mean, for like a baby to be born, for for a baby to be born in like August September, and then for if we go like six months back from that, that don't make sense. That timeline don't make sense. I feel like we need like a fucking like cork board. Okay, and a lot of red string. September. Let's say September is the baby's. I we do need to be. That's it's always sunny. Mean. Um, mm-hmm. okay. Let's say September is when, yeah. What's her name? Yes. Was Nicole. Born. Nicole Daisy. Um, Daisy. Jade. Yeah. What the fuck Nicole ever. Daisy yeah. Jade. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, let's say end of March in Boston. I know Boston isn't like a Southern state, but it could be warm, especially because I know Margaret yeah. is like global warming, nuclear war. True. Yeah. All of the bad things. Like, there's been hot March days. Oh, yes. Yeah. And they had, like, just transitioned out, because I do remember her being like, oh, I can't wait to stop wearing my um, winter Uh clothing. And, yeah. And it could even be April, and they're just, like, extra cautious with pregnancy now. Yeah. And maybe, like, three months is not the rule of thumb anymore. Maybe it's four. Well, no, because three months is the rule of thumb. Because that's in um, Crystal slash of Kyle, which worst name, worst name to get as a handmaid of Kyle. Ew. Um, of Kyle, I would say. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I think she says like, okay. like nobody's telling her and she's like, she's pregnant though, right? And then Zilla's like, okay, but we have to wait three months before we say anything because um, it can be an unbaby before okay. then. Okay. Yeah. So what if we say end of September... She was born because like it's a or even mid and then it's like yeah mid april is the three month that makes sense that makes sense does it i don't know i genuinely couldn't tell you i don't know dear miss atwood we tried we tried to explain the plot holes i don't think we did a good job maybe that's your fault so yeah yeah i was more so trying to put together the timeline anecdote yeah i do oh Okay, it's really quick, so you can talk about your timeline. But anyway, mm-hmm. the acknowledgments of the testaments is... Why did you read those? was written in many places. I love reading acknowledgments. <laughs> That's so sweet. Okay. Yeah, continue, continue. Written in many places. In the dome of a train stuck on a siding due to a mudslide. That's the important part. There's ships and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. my mom was on a train to Montreal, and it got stuck in a mudslide. And I was like, what are the chances that there are that many train Slim. car mudslides in Slim. fucking, like, southern Ontario? Yeah. I'm like, come on now. the same train as Margaret Atwood. And because, like, that's so fun. was 2019, and that was, like, mid-2010s that, like, that mudslide happened. And I was like, to my mom. That makes sense. You were on the same train. Like, this makes sense. Like, Oops. maybe Miss Margaret Oops. Atwood was going to MTL. Don't blame her. Have fun, really. Yeah, enjoy. <laughs> Very fun. Okay, cute. I love that. Look at you. I, know, right? I was like, what, like two degrees my, of separation? Uh, 
Not even one. Exactly. So yeah. Miss Atwood and I are close personal friends, and that is why mm-hmm. she listens mm-hmm. to this podcast. She was on the same train as yes, yeah, slide as my mother. Absolutely, you're bonded for life. Shout out to Miss Atwood. One hundred percent. God, I love that. That's so yeah. cute. If that mudslide was mid 2010s, my rant might be a little bit thrown off, but that's okay. Because you know what? Have we just established timelines don't really matter. And they can't always be explained. It took her 35 fucking years to write this book. Stop. We have wake up in I don't think she wrote this book in 35 years. I think she probably wrote it in the last five. But yeah, I do think that this was a way to cash in on like, oh, they're making a show out of the handmaids. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah it's a bit of like let me yeah. fill you in on some gilead lore money girlies uh, yeah good for you girl boss it up love to see it also i liked yeah. reading it i liked reading it and it gave me a lot more hope and i enjoyed reading about gilead a lot more through this lens than i did through the other one the other one Same. filled me with despair mm-hmm. um and i was severely uncomfortable the whole time and this one at least i was like okay all right Probably because oh, not really? everyone was like, um, I want to die so fucking badly. Everybody, uh, I would like to, yeah. I'd rather be dead than in this situation. Here's how bad my life is. They're yeah. like, no, it's just my life. Yeah. It's a little bit easier to read. Uh, the bliss of ignorance, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Poor Agnes. Oh. Poor girly. Poor yeah. Yeah, um, but you might have thrown off my rant just a little bit, uh, which, as I noted to you before we started recording, is mostly just a vague outline I have in my head uh, that I didn't put a whole lot of work into. But I can't wait to hear it. Unless you have anything more you want to say before I go yeah. off a little in a very weird. I want you to go post Moderna gin fueled go rant. Let's go. All right. Um, I think Aunt Lydia is a self insert. I do think. <laughs> Aunt Lydia is a self-insert for Margaret Atwood. I do think that. I do think that. I, I think that yeah. Margaret Atwood, no offense, girl, I yeah. love you. Favorite listener could be that ruthless. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I really do. I really do. Um, I think she's got... Uh, okay, so we talked a little bit last time about this whole thing where she was like, I don't think you should have fired the professor who was accused of sexually assaulting his students. She doubled down on that one in a real unfortunate era of, like, Me Too and yeah, all of this shit. Atwood. She penned a uh, an op-ed called, like, Why I'm a Bad Feminist, but she didn't mean it in, like, fun, cool, Roxanne Gay way. She meant it in, like, the everybody hates me now because I did something that you don't think is good for women. And I'm like, okay, but that's... Yes, I believe women are multifaceted people, and I don't think that all women are inherently good. I don't think that that's a good way to approach seeing humanity. Absolutely, women are capable of, like, deplorable acts. But, like, <sighs> maybe the reason that people don't like you is because you said, hey, I think that this uh, this guy's accused of sexually assaulting a whole bunch of people is, like, probably innocent, and you shouldn't have fired him. Maybe you shouldn't have said that. Maybe that's why people don't like you. Um, but I think... <laughs> I think Aunt Lydia, I don't know. And, like, that was in 2017, 2018, and this book came out in 2019, so I'm probably wrong. I do think this is a bit of a self-insert because she, like, she, okay, there was the whole thing, right, where she, Aunt Lydia, I keep saying she as if I'm referring to Margaret Atwood. She's not referring, she doesn't say, like, oh, and then I did this, me, Margaret Atwood, the author. But, like, Aunt Lydia, um, (laughs) she hears about Dr. Grove, who's this dentist. He's Becca's dad. He is, um... Sexually assaulting lots and lots and lots of girls in Gilead uh, because he can. He just basically can. And they are raised to believe that it is all of their fault. And uh, fucking like Agnes gets raped. Trigger warning. Um, Sorry about that one. Uh, Trigger warning. Sexual assault. Agnes gets raped and (coughs) is like, was it my fault? Did I show him my ankles? Oh, my God. Like, it's so that's a whole fucking thing. And I'm like, wow, bold of you to like so explicitly say like oh, victim blaming is a problem in this society miss margaret um <laughs> jesus okay wow that was bold of you but then aunt lydia knows about this because she knows about everything miss lydia um aunt lydia she knows all of it um and you know she knows about this she's been trying to get back at everybody the ants are very powerful in how they like handle and record information they know all of the actual birth parents of everybody as much as they can Mm -hmm. 
obviously I'm sure some slip through the cracks, but they do that to keep track of what of incest, which I think is like, that's very smart. I wouldn't have thought of that one. Good for you, Lydia. Um, yeah. But yeah, so she hears about this and then she gets it confirmed by Becca, who is the dentist's daughter, but not his biological daughter. We don't think it could have been his biological daughter. Men are certainly capable of that kind of fucking disgustingness. And he obviously like assaulted slash raped her when she was like four years old. Um, Four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then Lydia goes, I will carry out the judgment on this man. Thank you, Becca, for telling me that you are not going to stick up for yourself. I will take it upon myself. I'll do that. Don't worry about it. Um, so she, because, you know, there's there's a quote, if I can find it, where she talks about um, how to how to figure this out, right? Like, she's like, I don't know how I can do that um, because women or people don't believe women. Especially in Gilead, you can't, that women aren't to be trusted. They are either conniving and super, super, like, secretive spies, or they're so stupid. Their brains are so soft. They don't know what's going on. Like, get it the fuck together. But anyways. So she's like, I don't know how I'm going to do this because I have all of this testimony that I've secretly recorded with all of my hidden cameras. Shout out to her. Queen of spies. Um... But, so she has all of this and she's like, yeah, like I am, I'm going to have to deal with this because I clearly am the only one capable of carrying out judgment on this guy. Um, she's like, yeah, it demands re- retribution. And great, cool, whatever. But um, what she does is she gets Elizabeth to go in and, and be witnessed by another man as being attempted or, or faking an attempt of rape by the doctor or by the dentist um and elizabeth is an aunt and so it's a whole thing you know like you can't violate this sacred woman as a it's just not great um it is a good way to get this guy fucking they got. they they get him got they get him got they they do actually they get him uh, kill him by persecution which is the act of like tearing him apart yeah um that we first witnessed done in handmaids and then we really get get witnessed it done in this book. Um, oh, but we get witnessed. It, yeah. Yep. Um, Grove could hardly admit that he would never have laid a lecherous finger on Aunt Elizabeth since he was only aroused by underage girls. Only? How is that a crime? Fucking disgusting. Anyways, so there's that. Um, oh, is that how you read the only? Yeah. Well, there's a few ways to read it, right? Like, he's only turned on by, like, girls how is that problematic but also he's only turned on by girls Ugh. Yeah, so gross that. gross it's just like that's the only thing yeah which is still which gross is, but it's not yeah like, i know you gave a voice to lydia that i didn't give to her um well i just because they all get married to them i just don't think that it would have really been seen as a problem and the fact that he's using it as a defense well, uh, I, mean, I think i think it's both because he didn't say it well yeah that's true that's true that's true because I feel like they just yeah. don't admit it. It's like the elephant in the room. They're like, what a 60-year-old man who fucked teenagers. But they're like. Yeah. Because remember that scene in Commander Judd's office? And Aunt Lydia was like, oh, yeah, he's a pedophile. And Judd's like, oh, that's deplorable. And it's like. How could I ever? I like want to marry 14-year-olds. Yeah. Um, no, the quote I was looking for was actually just right above that. Um, when she says, innocent men denying their guilt sound exactly like guilty men, as I'm sure you have noticed, my reader. Listeners are inclined to believe neither. Huh. Really, Margaret? I wonder what kind of culture contributes to that. Like, I just think it's so interesting because I do think that she's a self-insert where she very much so was like, Lydia is like a, she's a bad feminist because she is working to improve the lives of women by taking down Gilead. But she is also like so complicit in everything that this fucking society does. She's the one who decided on the colors that they wear. She's the one who decides on what they get to learn. Like, they have a statue of her. They put up a full fucking statue of her where it's like, yeah, worship Aunt Lydia because she is the fucking, is progenitor a word? I think progenitor, I think I'm using this properly. I don't know. I'm, I'm out of it. She's the whole, she's the progenitor of all of this, but also she's not recognized for any of it, but she is. Like, we all know she is. And she's at the top of this. She has the most power. And the whole time you're kind of a little bit like, is she going to give, is she bringing baby Nicole back to destroy Gilead? Or is she bringing baby Nicole back? to bring baby nicole back 
because that's like a whole thing that Gilead really wants done. Um, like you don't trust her the whole time, right? Because she's not quite all good. Like she's not, I am working for future. I don't, I can't do words right now, but she's, she's not a fully 100% good person, Aunt Lydia. Um, and I think that perhaps that might've been a reflection of how Margaret Atwood is feeling. Um, as she has made it clear that she is like, just because she doesn't believe all of the 100% virtuous things um, or she doesn't act like a 100% virtuous feminist the entire time, that she is then vilified and canceled. Um, and then that's a problem. Like, I think that she was trying, I think that Aunt Lydia is a self-insert. I think that she was trying to make a point about how you can be, I think that she was trying to make a point about how complex it can be to try to be a feminist, but I, I don't appreciate it, first of all. Um, I don't think that Aunt Lydia was good. I think it was really, really fucked up. And then the whole time, she's like, even like, when Nicole is back in Gilead, she's like, am I going to give her back? I don't know. Power is really hard to give up. And I'm like, that's very fair. I think that's, she was a good character. She was well-written. She was very complex. She was very multifaceted. She was, she was somebody who had a whole life and then had to switch it up and try to survive within the society. And she did what she had to do. But at the same time, it was like, did you have to go that hard? Did you have to go that hard when you, when you made these systems? Did you have to go with a cattle prod as your main weapon of choice? Like, is that really, was that necessary? I don't know. Um... She's also the whole time, I don't know. It's just, I, I think, I think Aunt Lydia was a self-insert and I think she was, a, it, self-insert is kind of strong, but I do, I, I think it was very much so like, Margaret Atwood was like, I am here to show you how it can be hard to be feminist and sometimes not everybody's going to think you are, but you are the whole time. And look, they put up a statue of her making her a feminist at the very <laughs> end of the book. Um, But I just, I was really, and it was really interesting it how she talked her. about rape She culture. just got a little line on the statue yeah <laughs> but yeah anyway what you yeah. what, what were you saying uh just such it was just i thought it was very interesting like in the way that you could read aunt lydia's kind of a self-insert like very much so like and the fact that she addresses the reader is a whole other thing right she's the only one who authors this story yeah and she's the only one who sits down and writes yeah she's yeah. <laughs> uh, she's the one who made all of gilead right she is the one who constructed she is. these ideas aunt lydia yeah so that was interesting uh that's that's another thing to think about um but yeah so i and then the way that she deals with like rape culture in gilead and as like a a as a reflection of our current world i guess um and some of the things that are ongoing and thinking about that in terms of margaret atwood's actual life was very interesting very interesting so yeah i totally agree thanks for uh Yes. I agree. Woo, a little too on the notes to be a coincidence. I like what you <laughs> said. Um, yeah. I wrote some notes oh, when you were talking, good. and I mm-hmm. downed my drink while you were talking. Mm. Um, I think your evil prof timeline, like, although I agree it doesn't super work, if, especially yeah, if it doesn't. in 2018, the book would have been done. But mm-hmm. I don't think that because the timeline doesn't work, that it, it disproves it, because she mm-hmm. probably had those thoughts all along. And she probably knew other profs or other men in power who abuse that position of power um, yep. for sexual favors or se- to do sexual assault. Yeah. Um, that, you know, might have happened before Margaret Atwood's life and she could have taken the perpetuator's side before. We just maybe heard about this one in 2018. Yeah. We don't yeah. know her life, though. She's fucking old, which brings me to um, <laughs> another point. Yeah. Aunt Lydia is old, too. Yeah. Like, it's mentioned a lot yeah. stage. She's like, my old bones are so weary. I just feel like I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, Margaret, I would not only she old, but Aunt Lydia kind of uses her age as, like, an excuse for the things she does. And I'm like, mm. that's interesting. Mm. Especially in light of what you just said. I'm like, hmm. Huh. 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 Yeah. Um, and also just, like, in terms of, like, callousness. Mm-hmm. Especially in her regard to, like, rape culture. Like, when Becca, like, mm-hmm. confesses to um, Agnes, this, like, what she's suffering. Yeah, um, yeah. And Aunt Lydia, like, overhears it, and she's like, I'm just going to edit out all the fucking crying because that was kind of boring, but it was there. Yeah. That's what I heard. <laughs> God. Like, yeah. 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 Would you write about that for your essay, or would you write no, about something else? I wouldn't. I would write about something else, but I want to hear what you would write about first. Uh, 
bold of you, but okay. Mm-hmm. I would call it uh, Aunt Lydia's Panopticon. Ooh. So I would use like the work of Foucault because the Foucault has yes, this yes. thing about the Panopticon yeah. and power right and disciplinary mm-hmm. observation to form a cruel, ingenious yes. cage. I would just analyze the testaments from that lens, but I would also compare it to our current um, surveillance state with social media and cops and AI and algorithms. Okay. Just because like microphones are always listening. I mean, mm-hmm. your phone isn't really listening to you, although your mm-hmm. Google, like your ads are very sp- specific no mm. it's your google searches like they don't read yeah, your yeah. mind you speak well, your mind to google and then google sells that data to your thing. it also talks to other and devices in your home yeah it does yeah. do that but it's not like talking it's not microphone no it's it's pu- they're it's, pulling the data yeah no i see uh, you i'm on the same yeah, we're computer so, sciencey girls we're on the same thing i see we you are, we yeah are. we are yeah so of course i would bring that into it Mm-hmm. 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 Absolutely. Not me doing another comparison essay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, is that I think you're fine. I think and you're fine. To Gilead. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm. I would do the same thing in my essay. I'd do the same thing in my essay. Um. <laughs> what would you do? Yeah. Uh. This one's not a very fun title. Um. But it would be like incel culture as viewed through the lens of Gilead. It's not a great title. It's a working title. Uh, but I just fuck you, bitch. Colon. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Because it is. It is. Yeah. I. I wouldn't. I didn't read read them, but I like skimmed a whole bunch of articles before this. Um. That talked about incel culture, and a lot of them are talking about it as a security threat. And I think that's interesting. I think that's interesting. I, like, there was one that was, like, oh, like, and I think especially, like, considering, like, what you talked about, about a surveillance state, um, there was one that was, that was really interesting that was, um, consider, or is it this one? Yeah, confronting incel, exploring possible, possible policy responses to misogynistic violent extremism. Because that's what they try to do in Gilead, right? The whole thing is, like, women are suffering because Uh men can't control their urges, and so we have to make sure that we shut it down by, um... By by do, by changing everything about women, making that's women problem. suffer. Yeah, um, <laughs> but they talk they talk about like um, routine surveillance and routine governance and stuff like that in this in this one article. Um, and it's an interesting take on that because I think that that is very much so the approach that was taken in Gilead. Um, but the quote that made me think about incel culture because this is this is an incel culture inspired, even though like incel culture is like not something that was around when Miss Margaret wrote The Handmaid's Tale. Um, but this one quote that made me think about that was, mm-hmm. yeah, she, uh, it's Aunt Lydia was talking and she was talking about when she and the four or the three other women, Elizabeth, Helena, and Vidala, Vidala, I don't know, are pulled in and they're told that, like, you guys get to kind of decide how we're going to start going about this. Um, but she says, I have noted since that some kinds of men like to bully beautiful women. And I was like, hmm. Hmm. Are these all like incel is involuntarily celibate, and it's a whole it's a whole community of like, and it's a whole culture of like men who hate women, right? Yeah. So I would just I would want to think about like those kinds of like and it's a very like online kind of like based phenomenon, but I would kind of want to confront deconstruct that and think about this article especially exploring possible policy responses where they talk about retune surveillance of these people deconstructing this article in conjunction with the testaments and kind of kind of more the idea of gilead rather than testaments itself but yeah i love the idea of the panopticon we could make we could do a real good joint essay with these two right here oh yeah for sure yeah oh yeah i love that Especially because yeah. we're both gravitating to online stuff, which I think is cool. Yeah. Yeah. And surveillance. Cool. Parting thoughts. The front cover of this book has a little girl in The Handmaid's. Yeah. Yeah. That's my parting thought. Interesting. I mean, um, everyone's watching you all the time, Aunt Lydia. Thank you for listening. 
Oh, thank you for listening, Aunt Lydia. I don't have any parting oh. thoughts. Madonna took them. Um. um <laughs> yeah. This so, has been another episode of Getting Literate. Yes, it has. Thank you for getting literate with us. And Katie. Thank you. This has been an episode of Getting Literate with Julia Honadel and Katie McCullough. Be sure to follow us on social media at Getting Literate on all platforms and follow the podcast from wherever you're listening for more opportunities to get lit and get literate. Get literate.